back to the potty fam. I am here today solo doing an episode on kind of maturing in your journey. And the reason that this one came up was because I was having a conversation with a client about it yesterday. And I thought it was such a good topic to bring up because it's something that I've been contemplating a lot lately. And I'm seeing a lot within my long-term clients is the natural evolution of maturing. Uh, And so what I mean by maturing is like in training in nutrition with their mindset, they just get to this really mature state of being settled and making optimal choices to support how they're going to feel. The reason this came up was when I was talking to my client yesterday. Um, Shout out to you girl. I know she's probably listening to this, but she was saying to me that Tells I've changed my nutrition for the week. Um, I'm focusing more so on my macros and quality nutrients and whole foods. And number one, I felt so proud. But number two, it was really cool to hear because previously when this client came to me, she'd really struggled with her relationship with food. She was, you know, binge eating a lot um, and eating from a very emotional place. And so when she came to me and started tracking, I would say that her nutrition was very processed. So she was saying that, you know, she was having like chicken tenders, um, the ones that are quite processed and, you know, having a lot of soul foods. And it was more about how much delicious soul foods that are processed can she fit into a day while still getting results. And that took me back to when I was there, because when I started on my journey, I remember when I was tracking, it was like, oh my God, how many soul foods can I fit in? And what soul foods are in my eyes are like, you know, chocolate, Biscoff, Nutella, like um, any processed food, like ice cream, like all of that stuff. And I'd plan my day around the soul food, right? So I'd plan in my snacks and my treats and, you know, Biscoff crumpets and ice cream and all of that type of stuff. And even my main meals was like pasta or chicken tenders, like that type of stuff. And, you know, lots of processed food. Um, And Then I'd have like, oh, okay, I'll put in some veg and I'll have a little bit of fruit. But it wasn't my main priority because in my mind, I literally remember having the mindset of, well, if I can get results and and look a certain way and eat this delicious food, then why wouldn't I do this? And I had no care factor on how I felt. Um, All I cared about is how I looked. And so even, you know, having a lot of artificial sweeteners, I was drinking like a lot of Pepsi Max a day, at least one can a day, which isn't much to some, but I was then drinking a lot out of the bottle. I was having heaps of artificial sweetener. Like if I was making a yogurt bowl, I'd sprinkle, you know, sweetener on top, which is just so unnecessary. And I literally remember thinking to myself, I, like I said, I do not give a fuck how, um, I feel like, like if I can have sugar-free soft drink every day and get results, why wouldn't I? And I think the reason that happened was because I came from such a poor relationship with food that if I could stay on track and eat these types of foods, then I was winning. And that really served me in that moment of time. And I don't regret any of it. It had to kind of lead me to this place. And I think we all have our own natural evolution. And so back to this client, um, she was, yeah, like having a lot of chicken tenders and having all the stuff that I was having. Um, And we kind of realized it's because she felt very restricted. And when she was restricted, that would lead her to blowouts. And so it was very important for her to not feel restricted and have all of these fun foods in because she didn't have any self-trust. She didn't trust herself to eat whole foods and be able to stay on track. 
And I think a lot of people are there at the start of their journey and, and that's perfectly fine. But she is now at a point where she's been with me for quite some time and we have healed her relationship with food. And now she's like, you know what, I'm, I'm you know, adding more whole foods in. And it's just these simple switches, right? So she had her chicken tender roll. She's now having chicken tenders, but the real ones, okay? Chicken breast, um, chicken tenderloin. She's marinating it in Nando's you know, sauce. Um, and so it still gets to be delicious and, you know, you get to enjoy it, but you just know it's better for your mind and your body and all of the things and it has more micronutrients. And so there's nothing wrong with having the chicken tenders. Okay. Like the, the process one, I'm, I'm, I'm not against chicken tenders, but you get, do get to a point on your journey where you want to make more optimal choices. And that's what I'm saying about the maturing. What I said to her was, I'm like, yeah, well, you've come to this place where, you know you're not restricted. You actually get to eat whatever the fuck you want. You get to have chocolate. You get to have ice cream. You get to have Biscoff. You get to have your chicken tenders. But you get to a place where you're like, I actually want to have things that better serve me. And I actually want to make better choices that are going to make me feel amazing. And what I've noticed with a lot of my long-term clients is they do get to that point. The excitement and the novelty, it wears off over time because when your relationship with food is in an optimal place, you don't crave that stuff as much and you have a lot more self-trust and you don't look at it as restriction because at the end of the day, you are a responsible adult and you get to choose whatever you want to eat. But you actually also are in a place where you know what's going to make you feel good. And I was saying as well, like at the start of your journey, it's about how you look, right? Most of my clients come to me to change the way that they look. And whilst that's still something we focus on, of course, it really does change to how they feel. They start to feel amazing in their mind, in their body, in their energy, in their strength. And they want to keep improving on that. And so it's no longer about how they look. That's just going to be a byproduct for focusing on how they feel. And so I just love the evolution of seeing her mature into this place of going, hey, I can have the chicken tender that's processed, but why not have the chicken tenderloin that is just chicken? There's nothing else in it and and make optimal choices there. And It's been really cool to even see my evolution with my nutrition and how far that's come. You know, I look back at my full day of eating and I I don't judge myself or criticize myself at all because that was just my journey, but it's changed a lot. And I posted like a full day of eating a couple of days ago and I, I looked at it. I'm like, oh my God, like there's actually really no processed food here, like very, very little. And I don't even think about that anymore. It's just the natural choices that I make because nutrition is no longer about how I look. It is about how I feel. And I put a post on Instagram the other day and I was saying how food, when I'm making my food choices, I don't look at it and go, oh, what's going to be the most delicious for my, my week? Like what's the best food that I can eat this week? It's what is the best food that's going to support my brain function? What is best going to support my energy, fuel for training, my gut health, my hormones, like everything. Whereas before I didn't give a fuck. And so a lot of the time now when I'm making choices for food, I always consider these things and I've matured and I've reached a point where I really, really value my health. I really value my productivity, my mindset. And so I can see the effects that food has had. And I truly believe if I didn't compete, I probably wouldn't be in this place because I felt so fucking shit in my body when I competed that I realized how important good quality nutrition is. I realized how low my brain function was when I was competing. I realized how little energy and performance I had. And so 
now I really, really value it. And I just look at food as so much more than enjoyment. Whilst that's a big part, the other parts really outweigh it. And so I'm really eating foods that I know are going to make me feel good because at the end of the day, that is my main focus. And of course, I still fucking love food. I'll go out for a meal on the weekend. Like this weekend, I'm going to Japanese with my bestie and we're getting cocktails. But even then, like Japanese, like that's fresh. That's delicious. And it's not like a big greasy burger. And I just don't think I'd really eat big greasy burgers much anymore, not because they're calorie dense, but I just don't feel good, you know? And so that's just the point that I'm in. Whereas a couple of years ago, I would have chosen the greasy burger and that is fine. And I trust everyone's evolution and their own timeline. And so the way that I see it is like, I would never push my diet onto my clients right now because if I was to push what I ate on my clients right now, people that are beginning I truly believe that they would feel restricted and they would blow out. And I am completely against that. Of course, I'm going to give them certain guidelines to follow, a certain amount of calories, um, fruit, veg, fiber, all of that type of stuff, protein. But at the end of the day, they can choose what they want to eat because that is really important. And at the end of the day, my mission is to help people create a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. So keyword is sustainable. If I'm telling them to eat predominantly whole foods and they can't stick to it and then they're blowing out and binging on the other food, there's no point in me doing that. And so I just believe that if they stay with me and they stay with me long term, they are going to mature and naturally make better choices. Now, if my coach at the start told me to eat whole foods, I would have been secretly binging. I would have been overeating and I would have been, you know, restricting, uh, overeating on all the foods I was restricted from. That wouldn't have worked for a lot of my clients. And even when I did my gut protocol, I was very, very restricted. However, I was in a really good place with my mindset and I've come really far with my food that I understood that I wasn't actually restricted. I was just making a choice. And so, as I said, I wouldn't get a lot of my clients to start on this because they wouldn't stick to it. And I just think over time, you start to really feel amazing in yourself and you realize that, oh, I actually want to feel better. And and what could it look like if I actually did, you know, add in some more whole foods and make some simple simple switches here? But it's it's that gradual process, okay? At the start, you're not just going to eliminate everything. It's like a process of elimination. So can you switch your processed chicken tender to a real chicken tenderloin? Can you swap your butter for ghee? Can you swap, you know, your, uh, some foods for like free range eggs, you know, organic, like wherever you can. And so I always look at like, how can I have food in its whole form and, and its least processed state? And like, that's what I do. And that's what makes me feel good. You know, it's not that I have to, I get to, and I've switched my mindset. Whereas before, if I did this years ago, I would have been like, oh fuck, I have to do this. I have to eat this food. It's not yum. Whereas my food is delicious. Like I genuinely love everything that I eat. I genuinely appreciate it more. And I think now that I'm not loading up on a lot of artificial sweeteners, I actually appreciate the food more. And so I really enjoy having an apple because it tastes sweet and delicious. Whereas before I was having so many artificial sweeteners that the, the fruit didn't even taste sweet anymore. It didn't even taste appealing to me. And I think I'll do another podcast episode on my relationship with food and how that's evolved because it's in such a good place. And this comes down to a number of reasons, but I think I'll save that for another day. Um, and so I just feel really proud of this client because I said to her, yeah, you're not restricted. 
you're just maturing. You're maturing with your choices because you know how you want to feel. And it's it's just because um, you know that you value your health as well. And so it's really cool to see that. Again, I'm not saying that you can't have this stuff or it's bad. There's no good or bad, but I can tell, tell you right now there is better choices to be made. Okay, so a lot of people say there's no good or bad food. And yes, I believe that. But I think there's always better choices to be made. I really do. You know, like fresh Japanese versus a big greasy burger. Like, of course, the Japanese is going to be a lot better on your gut and for your brain health and for how you feel and your digestion. You know, like having real chicken breast versus processed oily crumbed chicken. Of course, the chicken breast is going to be better for you. And you can still make it amazing with sauces and herbs and stuff. Um, But again, not shaming. If you want to have a chicken tender and that is helping you stay on track and that's helping heal your relationship with food stick to it keep doing it that is fucking amazing but if you stuck stuck to it over a very long period of time i think you'd start to learn and mature a little bit more with your eating habits um and i had to go through that process you know and and that's made me where i am today you know so i just think naturally just as humans if we stick to something we get more advanced over time and that's where i see myself at the moment and so yeah, it's just a really cool place to be. And I love seeing that happen. And um, it, it really does happen from someone wanting to do it. And and like I said, I never force my clients to eat a certain way. I'm just leading by example. I'm showing my food. I'm sharing how I'm feeling. I'm sharing the positive impacts it's having on me. And so naturally people are curious and they might try it and they might just make a simple switch, even if it's just one thing. And then over the time, it progresses more and more and more. And so I'm not going to push anyone but I'm just going to lead by example and they can make their own choices based on where they're at on their journey. Now, this also applies for training. Okay, so at the start of my journey, I just cared about how I looked. And so I'd get into the gym. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just throwing random weights around. I was getting any machine. I'd literally do like back, shoulders, legs, like fucking everything in one day, cardio and just like honestly was just winging it. And I feel like, you know, then I started to mature and I ended up getting a training program. And I think I did the same training program for like a year. It was like the Lauren Simpson eight week challenge, like seven years ago or something like that. And, you know, that served me at that time. And I had to go through that process. Um, But then I kept maturing more and I got a coach and then they gave me a training program. And like, now I'm at this place where I'm very advanced with my training and I'm very mature in the way of like knowing that training quality matters, recovery matters, progressive overload matters, training with intention, your form, your mind to muscle connection, all of this really, really matters. And you get to that mature place of like, loving training and and training is no longer just about how you look it is about how you feel again and and this keeps coming back to a feeling because when you can switch your mind to a feeling that's when you're going to have longevity in this place in this journey because no matter what you're always going to want to feel good okay so it's it's not um conditional it's it's unconditional and so I just feel like I'm in such an incredible place with training because I fucking love it. I love the way it makes me feel. And equally, I also love the way it makes me look. Um, and I love pushing myself. And, you know, I'm, I'm very advanced in training now, whereas before, you know, the unmature thinking was like trying to rush my sessions, just doing anything for the sake of it, like loathing my sessions. And I love seeing my clients mature as time goes on and get to a place where they genuinely thrive off training. And they actually want to go when I hear this time and time and time again, you know, when they start, they're very anxious. Some of them can barely get out of their car. 
right? So to me, a big win is them going in and even just walking on the treadmill and exposing themselves to gym. And then they might go in and do some machine work and then they might gradually increase to the free weight section. And that's their evolution and that's their journey over time. And I trust that they will get to this mature point of being able to train um, and, and really push themselves. And we all have to start on that journey. So this even applies for mindset. I feel like a lot of people get to that mature point in mindset where they do become really self-aware. They do make choices that are going to support their future self. They're no longer rational, right? If they're emotional, they're not just going to go turn to food. They can actually sit with their emotion and uncover what's going on. If their friends are all going out on the weekend and, and partying and they know that they're, they've got big goals, they can make mature choices to go, hey, I'm actually going to stay in this weekend and they're not going to fucking give in to FOMO just because they, they fear missing out, right? Like you just become mature in your choices of how you want to live your life and the person you want to show up as, you know? And I just feel like I'm making very grounded, mature decisions in who I am and what I stand for and my lifestyle. And that's kind of what I'm guiding my clients to. And I only really had this reflection yesterday and I'm like, oh yeah, it is like just a, a gradual improvement of wanting to become a better version of you, right? Of wanting to feel fucking amazing. And I think when you start to feel little bits of that glimmer of like, oh, this feels really good it becomes addictive and you want to keep progressing with it. And it's very hard to go back to old ways. It's very hard to go out on the weekend. It's very hard to not, you know, follow a structured training program. It's very hard to now eat processed foods. And even for me, when I have a lot of processed foods, I feel shit, right? The, the, The excitement is no longer there because I've felt what it feels like to feel fucking amazing in my mind and body. Why would I want to jeopardize that? And it's not to say I don't love donuts and cake and cookies. I fucking love cookies. I love donuts and I I love that stuff, but I don't crave it and I don't need to overindulge on it. I can just have it sometimes, right? And so I just really love when we can get to that point, but fucking 25 years of my life or no, that's a bit dramatic, like 22, 23 years of my life was like that. I was very, very food focused and I was very... Um, you know, focused on how many things can I fit into my day that are like this and, and still, you know, be slim. And I guess my mindset's just completely completely changed, completely evolved. And I love seeing my clients do the same. And so even for you guys right now, if you're listening to this, don't shame yourself if you don't have a training program. Don't shame yourself if you are eating chicken tenders. Um, you know, like there's nothing wrong. You just need to keep evolving, keep showing up, and you will get to that place, I would say, if you keep sticking to it, where you do mature a little bit and make more optimal choices to support your human and the and the person you're becoming. And so that's, I guess, a really great advantage of having a coach. It's like getting to a place where you do have that, uh, they, that expander, that person leading the way, normalizing things for you. I was saying to a client as well yesterday in check-in day, she, you know, all her friends like had kick-ons and stayed up till 5am and were drinking and, and partying all night. And she went home at 10. And I said to her, like, it's so amazing that you have someone like me in the TSC gang, which is my community of clients, to normalize actually going to bed and, and knocking you on till 5am because who you surround yourself with, it normalizes things. So if you are surrounding yourself with people who party and stay up till 5am, of course, you're going to do the same, Right. And that's why it's so great having a coach because they normalize going to bed on the weekend at a good time. They normalize getting up at 5 a.m. and training. They normalize, you know, saying no to certain things that don't support your growth. And so that's why it's so important to have people in close proximity that are doing things that are supporting their growth. And so I just really love when we can get to that point. 
Um, But I think that's all I wanted to talk on today. Just like it's really cool when we can get to that mature point in this journey. Um, And it's a really beautiful process. So that's that. Um, I do have exciting news though. I have this Saturday. What's the date? What will the date be on Saturday? Let's have a look. 25th. So the 27th, um, I have my masterclass, Stand the Fuck Out, coming. Uh, It's going to be a goodie. This is for all online coaches, personal trainers, people who are wanting to become online coaches, could be anyone in business, just wanting to learn how to stand the fuck out, right? I'm going to go deep into mindset on your ego, self-awareness, my journey in business, um, my thoughts on the industry being saturated. Um, there's so many things that I'm going into. If you are interested, go to the link in my bio and click that one. Um, but I think that a lot of people would get a lot of value from this. So yeah. And if you liked this episode, please screenshot and share to your socials. So much love.